Hey, everybody. Welcome to the I-117 podcast. I'm your host, Ross Weingartner. Today is January 20th, 2020. Jeez, I'm not going to get used to saying that for a while. Thank you all for joining me today. Before we jump into today's lesson, today's discussion, our thoughts, I want to give a reminder. We are still collecting ingredients to put together dry soup packets for women in need. If you recall from last week, Women in Need is a local organization. They're helping people in Franklin and Fulton County who are victims of domestic abuse. They're helping get them in touch with legal services. They're providing them with education and overall just supporting people that are going through really, really difficult times. So if we can help support them, that would be wonderful. All you need to do is next time you're at the grocery store, Maybe pick up some extra soup ingredients. We're collecting dried lentils, split green peas, pearl barley, brown rice, alphabet macaroni, other small macaroni, and some onions, okay, minced up onions. That's it. We're going to then put together all of these packets January 26th and send those over. So if you're interested in helping out, throw something in the old cart as you're grocery shopping and then drop it by Central Presbyterian Church. If you're not able to make it there and you want to help out in some other way, feel free to reach out to me, go to the Facebook group, send a message, and we can definitely work together. We can find some way to make it work because they're an awesome group. Now, if you recall from last week, we were talking about this idea of shalom, this idea that we're trying to flourish, we're trying to be successful in all of our relationships with ourselves, with our faith. Uh, with our friends, family, environment, all of these different things. Today, what we're going to do is we're going to look at some of the barriers to creating that balance because, yes, it's not easy. We talked about this last week. It's one of those things where you're constantly striving for that balance, striving to get to that point of success, of flourishing, where you're feeling good about things. But inevitably, things happen, whether they are within your control or not. And you're going to have to meet those challenges and work to overcome them. We're going to look at a few of the challenges today as we're examining chapter three of the God of Justice book. So in the first two weeks, we've been talking about the creation of the world. Uh, We've been talking about the Garden of Eden. We've been talking about how everything was created so intentionally that there was this perfect balance, right, between the plants, the environment, the animals. Adam, Eve, everything was made for a purpose. It had a purpose and working together, they sustained one another. And then we had this relationship of shalom. Today, we're going to look at what brings all of that down. And this is a familiar story where we have Eve and she is tempted into eating from the tree of knowledge. And then eventually everything falls apart from there. When we look at this story, we're noticing some of the tactics that the serpent uses in order to convince Eve that she should eat from the tree of knowledge. He plants these seeds of doubt. Well, why would God possibly want you to not eat from the tree of knowledge? And by planting these seeds of doubt, we see how Eve herself, she starts to misinterpret what she's supposed to do. And she's starting to question whether God really has her best interest at heart. And from that little seed of doubt, that's what the serpent exploits until eventually we have this first example of sin, this first sin, and we see all of the disaster that follows forth. Now, one of the things that the serpent says is, well, if you eat from this tree, 
then that will allow you to become like God. And that's why he doesn't want you to eat from it. He doesn't want you to be like him. And you think about that. Eve has everything that she could want. Why does she fall for this belief that, oh, I can be like God in this way whenever God has created everything to sustain her, to sustain her peace and balance? There's this desire that she has to somehow attain more, grab more. That speaks to me. That part speaks to me. This idea of always wanting more. And I think that that's something that's common in a lot of people where sometimes we take for granted the things that we have. Now, that's not to say that you always have to leave everything alone. Don't ever try anything new. We'll get to that here in a minute. But no, that's not what we're saying. It's important to take stock of what is going on in your life and recognize if I'm going to push for something further, is that really going to continue balance or lead me to balance in my life? Lead me to a flourishing that respects other people, that respects my environment, respects myself? Or is that an illusion? And we see here with Eve, it's, it's an illusion because it's, going to, it's not going to bring her happiness. It's not going to make anything better. It's going to bring Adam and Eve's expulsion from the garden. The book itself points out that the, the serpent is using this deception. And planning deception into a relationship can harm the relationship. It may even lead to the destruction of the relationship. This is something that, again, we see probably very frequently. There are probably moments in your life that you could point to where deception one way or the other or distrust will lead to the destruction of the relationship. Because one of the founding pillars of relationships is that ability to trust one another. And when you can't trust, then the rest of the relationship suffers and everything becomes that much more difficult. From this point, we then go to the story of Cain and Abel. And we see here where the two of them, they present their offerings to God. Abel is looked on with favor. Cain becomes angry, and then he kills Abel. He kills him. God approaches Cain and says, hey, where's your brother? Cain says, hey, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? And then God punishes Cain. So here we have another instance where a relationship fell apart. The relationship between two brothers crumbles, and it ends in violence, and it ends in sin. Here, we have an example of sin where Cain has actually taken the life of his brother. It's a little bit different than the sin in the Garden of Eden because here we have Cain taking somebody else's rights, their agency, their very life. Cain's sin is very similar to a lot of the sins that we see in our world today, a lot of the injustices that we see today where one person is harming another. There isn't a balance between the two. And whenever there is that imbalance, that is where injustice lies. And that's one of the challenges that we have as people who recognize injustice. We need to see it for what it is and then work to solve that. The book gives examples, the person that's in slavery, the person who's being, who's caught up in sex trafficking, the person whose land is being taken from them forcibly, 
this is happening all over the world, this injustice. And we need to see it for what it is. We need to see that there's a power imbalance there. And that's not what God planned for us. God wants to have that balance of everything. But that can't happen whenever one person is exerting force over another. And unfortunately, in our world, we see a lot of that. We see this idea, these mantras. It's a dog-eat-dog world. Kill or be killed. Nice guys finish last. All of these old sayings that are excuses for why we need to take down other people in order to better ourselves. Friends, that is not the way. That is not the way. Because, yes, I might be taking somebody else down so I can get that special raise at my job. Or I can make some extra money. Oh, I don't know. Whatever it might be. I might feel powerful. I might feel good. But that feeling of power and that feeling of goodness is not long-lasting. It's a lie. It's false. We need to fight against that sentiment because that sentiment is deception. Doing things like that will not lead to happiness. They will not lead to shalom. They will not lead to balance. We're not saying that you need to go along with the way that the world is because you don't want to upset the balance. You don't want to try too hard. Because by trying too hard, you might ruffle some feathers. You have to actually think about, will this bring shalom? Will this bring flourishing? Will this help people? Look at the relationships that we've been talking about. How will this affect those relationships? In the end of the day, will this be a net positive or a net negative? And friends, I know it's not easy, but this podcast, this episode is going up on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And I've been reading some of his sermons lately, reading through some of the things he believed in. I posted this on the Facebook page. There's this quote, true peace is not merely the absence of tension. It is the presence of justice. And what he's saying there is that sometimes whenever we're fighting for what is right, there will be a tension. Because sometimes when you are fighting for what's right, you're going to cause change. And that is scary. I admit, I, I can see that that's scary. But we have to know that what we're fighting for is just. What we're fighting for will bring about a balance in those relationships that will allow people to be successful, to find shalom, to flourish in their lives. And sometimes we might be righting wrongs that have existed for quite some time or wrongs that have been overlooked. And sometimes people aren't going to like that. I guess for me, my takeaway is that I need to consider my actions and consider their effect on relationships and consider what are the end goals Am I disrupting relationships for something that will not be lasting, that is not going to lead to some greater peace, or is creating those disruptions necessary in order for attaining justice, rebalancing the scales of power? It's tough. I don't think that there's a simple answer to this where we can apply a formula and then decide, okay, this is good and this is, this is what you should do and this is what you shouldn't. I think it relies on a lot of introspection and take time to work on your faith, pray, 
reflect on, is this what God wants you to do? Because that'll give you a lot of guidance in your decision making. And I think it's important to have people that you can trust, that you can share your thoughts with. And often those people can maybe keep you in check, give you some guidance. Again, I believe community, I believe relationships are so important because when you have that, you're not going on your own and you can draw from the perspectives of others and they can give you their input. And hopefully through all of that, you can make the right choices. So with that, that brings chapter three to a close, the end of this episode. What I'd like you to do over the course of the next week after you've listened to this podcast is think about the injustices that you see. Be aware of them because there are so many that we've sort of taken for granted. They're just so embedded in our world that we don't really think about them often. Try to be more intentional about that. And reflect on those injustices and reflect on what can you do to help work for justice? Because that's part of what we're called here to do. And, and that's part of what we're doing here. We're, we're trying to strive for justice for everybody. So look for injustice. Seek it. And then from there, we can work to figure out the ways to right the wrongs that exist. Thank you so much for joining me. Again, uh, the, join the Facebook page if you haven't. Like it. Follow it. I try to post fairly frequently. I'm working on a newsletter that I'm going to start putting out monthly. Um, join the group. We have a group. Um, if you're already part of a group, feel free to post. I really want to continue building this community. We're a people united in a common cause. We want to help others. We want to help strengthen our community. And the best way to do that is to work together. So with all that being said, um, yeah, join the, join the Facebook community, um, like the podcast, share it. If you know people that would be interested, don't forget we are still collecting um, dry soup packets, uh, the materials for those packets for women in need. We're doing that through January 26th. And if you get those materials, remember you can drop them off at Central Presbyterian Church. If you want to join one of our group discussions, we meet at Central Presbyterian Church uh, Central in the Square in Chambersburg at 1030 every Sunday. So feel free to drop on by. We, I would love to see you there. I'd like having conversations with people face-to-face, uh, -face, get to know you. Um, yeah, and I've got some other things that I'm working on too. I'll be posting updates in the Facebook group and uh, letting you know here. So thank you very much for listening, and I hope you all have a wonderful week.